Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Roy won't take no or no comment sitting down. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Next hour, it'll be the uh, nuclear scare in Hawaii and uh, Trudeau versus Scheer. For the balance of this hour, we'll be talking to Dave Foxcroft in a couple of minutes, who refereed the Grey Cup, of course. We had a, quite a time with the, uh, with the lottery a couple of days ago. And we'll continue now with the issue. This is the where, where it's gone. We raised a couple of issues at the top of the hour. But uh, Catherine Deneuve and uh, about 100 other women in France signed an open letter where they accused the Me Too movement of inciting, quote, hatred of men and sexuality, and their argument is that men should be allowed to hit on women without any concerns. 800-263-2428. Back to Dan in Toronto. Go ahead, Dan, please. Yeah, back to what I was saying. I think there's some bit of a societal double standard, as I said earlier. Anybody who does this without consent or does allegedly what Harvey Weinstein did, it's it's pathetic. And don't paint all men with the same brush. By the same token is, you know, there's nothing wrong with propositioning somebody in a, in a polite, courteous way. And if they say no, they say no. That's how society works. We don't read people's minds. But there's a societal double standard, Roy, that if I'm in a bar in downtown Toronto, and I guarantee you, if a woman grabs my rear end and I go to the doorman or security and complain about it, they say, you lucky SOB, hopefully it happens again. Whereas if a woman complains and says, hey, that guy grabbed my rear end, you know I'm thrown out of the bar. I mean, so we treat people equally or we don't treat them at all. When you say proposition someone, what are you talking about? I mean... Is it at the end of the evening, during an evening, when you see somebody for the, fir- for the, for the first time? Well, it all starts with hello and hi, yeah. but don't kid yourself. It's not just in the movies. One-night stands happen, and if it's completely consensual, which it obviously has to be, I mean, then, you know, there's nothing wrong, wrong with that. If the two people are single and agreeing to that, I guess the question is the aftermath and if there's any particular regret, but of course... I mean, you have to have the implied consent of the individual. Is it going to get to the point where you need an affidavit or a sworn statement? Like, how far are we going? I was going to say that most of the arguments, most of the cases have been workplace-related, but I might be wrong in that. There might have been uh, just as many instances where famous men have been accused of sexual harassment, sexual assault in a a public um, uh, surrounding on a first time I met you basis. We read a lot of those as well. Uh, Years ago, I read something that was kind of humorous, and I wonder if this is going to get some backlash. But what I read was a man said to a woman, would you care to join me for breakfast? And if she said yes, the man said, should I call you or nudge you? Now, even saying that, Dan may fire people up. Yeah, but that's, that's a humorous take on it. But, you know, I think people are overanalyzing this. When people go out and there's usually alcohol involved when these things happen and yeah. inhibitions drop down, 
things happen. We're still human beings. We have natural, sexual, normal human instincts that sometimes it just happens, Roy. So no means no. Yes. And don't sexually assault someone. Don't sexually harass someone. That goes without saying, but nevertheless, it happens. And it's the Weinsteins of the world, I think, who compromise the development of our friendships and relationships, however long those relationships may last. Yeah, and Harvey Weinstein tends to make every male look bad when I would That's say right, any woman with a common sense out there, 95% of men are not Harvey Weinstein. That's right. Appreciate the call, Dan. Thank you very much. Saw him on uh, TV. Did you see the video of uh, Weinstein in the, in the bar in Arizona? And another man walked up to him and slapped him in the face a few times and said, get out of here. You're disgusting. Get out of here. Bo is in Edmonton calling us on the Green Show on the Coralist Radio Network. Thank you, Bo. Go ahead, please. Hey, a uh, couple of previous callers made some great points. I just wanted to kind of point out one thing. You know, we're not all a Harvey Weinstein, but uh, this entire Me Too movement is about making us all realize we've got to step up and uh, kind of uh, take to a higher standard. Um, you know, I'm I'm 40. I'm mature now. I'm, but I guarantee I've been an idiot in the past. I've been disrespectful. I've been my younger years, and I'm sure a lot of guys can say this. Um, you you make stupid mistakes during your formative years, and I think this entire movement is putting it out there and just making people aware that you know we've got to hold ourselves higher. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was thinking maybe one of the things that it will accomplish is that. Fathers will be very direct with their sons before their sons go out on a date. I've got two daughters right now, so I'm just hoping for the best. What do you tell your daughters? Well, they're 9 and 10 right now, okay. so at this point we're just being honest with them about everything and uh, teaching them, educating. Are they, do, they pay atten- do. do they pay attention to the, these uh, incidents like the Weinstein stories? The Me Too movement, are they cognizant of that? Uh, not those particular stories. We make them aware of certain things. My wife and I have conversations, and the kids kids become a part of them when they want to. Um, they have interest in, you know, politics and world stories. They do learn from it, and uh, we don't shield them from it because uh, that's, that's how you educate. That's right, good parents. Thank you very much for the call, Bo. I appreciate it. All the best. Thank you. Bo in Edmonton. On the Roy Green Show, I want to share this with you. You know, we've talked a lot about chronic pain and chronic pain patients who live in agony and who are denied the basic medication they require in order to make life livable. And by that, I mean the opioid medications that just provide an opportunity for someone who otherwise would have no life to actually enjoy life. It really is that stark a difference. And uh, we've talked to families who've lost a family member due to suicide because of pain and the fact that they couldn't get the medications they require in order to drive the pain back far enough that they could live. Well, I saw something on Twitter today, and I retweeted it, and I just want to read it to you. This is from Dan Laird, and it's at Dan Laird, MD. And I gather that Dr. Laird is a, a pain doctor pain specialist. And he tweeted, I heard from a cancer patient today with metastatic disease. She said her doctor is being forced to cut back on opioids. She fears she will die in pain. Morally, we have reached rock bottom. We live in a very, very difficult time. 
Ignorance is epidemic. May God forgive us. That's from a pain doctor. And I could share with you emails I receive every day from all over North America because of the broadcasts we've aired, because of the, the fact that I've, I've written about it on my blog, which you can, uh, which you can read. You just go to my show page, the Roy Green Show page, on uh, the website of the Chorus radio station you're listening to now, and you just go back and read some of my posts. And I've written about the issue of chronic pain. We've talked to patients on this program, and we've talked to doctors, and we've talked to the former health minister of Canada who gave us absolutely nothing to live with. And the fact is that there are patients living hideously difficult lives for no reason whatsoever. They're not addicts. They're pain patients, but they're not allowed to have their medications. And this sweep against opioids. Again, Dan Laird, MD. I heard from a cancer patient today with metastatic disease. She said her doctor is being forced to cut back on opioids. She fears she will die in pain. Morally, we've reached rock bottom. We live in very, very difficult times. Ignorance is epidemic. May God forgive us. whole point was that for cancer patients, it wasn't supposed to be an issue. Even the guidelines that were issued last year in this country, that it became a huge source of national debate, and we spoke with the editor on this program several times. The guidelines, the headline of the guidelines, or the title of the guidelines, is for non-cancer patients. And here's a cancer patient who's been told she may have to go without the pain-reducing medication she clearly and obviously will need. So, um, we have a responsibility, we have an opportunity to stand up for people who are suffering. When we come back, he's had an excellent year. 2017 was a great year for a really great man, Dave Foxcroft. He was the referee for the 2017 Grey Cup. He's been a member of officiating crews in the NFL preseason games. He's been in uh, Lambeau Field in Green Bay. He's a very successful businessman, president, chief operating officer of Fluke Transport in Hamilton. And he bought some lottery tickets. And we'll find out exactly what happened when we come back. <laughs> 